Hey guys, welcome back. Here we are. We are here. Yeah, it's the Good Bottle Tasting Notes podcast. Season two. Season two! Yep, yeah, right. we made it. Yeah, that only took 15 tries to get that introduction out. Yeah, I'm embarrassed to say that it took that's that okay. many. Uh, um, my name is Chloe Henry. And my name is Chris Sinclair. That's good. All right, uh, should we talk about the rules? You do it. Okay. Chris. Yeah, yeah. That's what I normally do, Chris. I tell you about the rules, what I can right. do, what I can't do. <laughs> Rule number one. No saying the word smooth. Uh, correct. Okay. Yeah. Are you, you ready? think you're going to be able to uh, abide by that one today? I think so. Looking at what we have lined up for today, I think I'm going to be able to admit that word from my vocabulary. That's good, because the last one, you failed pretty miserably. I did. I did. And, I, you know, I felt that every day since. That's good. You're living with that shame? Every day. Great. Uh, rule number two, no personal bias, mm-hmm. opinion. Just want this to be a very honest, open discussion. Have you race out to your local good bottle uh, and try these beverages if if they're here. I don't know, actually. The one I have is not here, but... The one I have is here. Perfect. Well, they'll come get yours it's then. because it's a good bottle. Mine's a good bottle too, and we'll go over that. I guess we'll see, won't mm-hmm. we? All right. Well, I just I just put my own personal preference into something, didn't I? Yeah, you haven't even tried this. I apologize. You can all reprimand me later. Let's try this again. Okay. All right. So what are we drinking, Chloe? So what I brought today for the wine is I brought a Sangiovese. Um, this is a very good and special bottle for me. This was the uh, winery that I went over this summer to learn how to harvest and work the vineyards. And this is the first wine they've ever made. It's called Duce Du. It's 100% Sangiovese and it's an IGT Toscana, which means it's a table wine. So, uh, so I, what does IGT mean? So the Italian classification system, you're more familiar with like a DOCG. Mm -hmm. So there's three tiers. DOCG is the strictest one. It's uh, tested by a committee. The DOC, which is the second, you're allowed to have bigger growing zones. Um, They're a little bit more relaxed on the rules and restrictions. And then the IGT is the last, not by any means does this mean this is like not a fantastic wine or a great wine, but uh, they're not following certain rules. Um, They, you know... Uh, are just a little bit more lenient. And um, this one is 100% Sangiovese and it's from the Tuscan region. So um, a little bit outside of Florence in a small town of Cerrito Guidi. So they weren't really, when they made this wine, they were just making it because they wanted to have a, you know, said table wine, a a more affordable option um, compared to their Chianti. So you want to try it? Yeah, uh, it's beautiful, beautiful color on there. That's um, like it looks like a cranberry or cherry juice. Yeah. Um, also, I put a slight chill on this. Um, mm. When I was in Italy, they would serve it at dinner, and it was like the kind of the starter wine, and so it would always be like slightly chilled. And um, you know, when you're eating like chicken or fish, uh, this is what they were serving with it. So, um, uh, I I prefer my reds to have just a little bit of chill on them. So do I, and we're yeah. on the same boat on that. So mm-hmm. um, I'm just letting the listeners know at home that this wine has a slight chill. That's great. <sighs> Smells so good. Um, slightly, uh, yeah. I mean the 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 color and the nose kind of matches up. We're looking at um, you know it's got that uh, dark uh, dark berry, dark cherry nose to it a little earthy mm-hmm. uh even like to touch a touch a funk on there yeah um, yeah 
which is like a little cheesy. I'm trying to figure out what cheese I would... You ponder on that. Um, the cool thing about this wine, or interesting thing about this wine, let's not say cool, because that makes it sound like I like it, and I'm not allowed to have that opinion right now. Um, <laughs> this is a single vineyard, so they started picking the grapes from this vineyard and, and realized that the aroma and, you know, all the smells, it was like this really, really fresh bouquet. And they were like, wow, this is great. So they decided to just do 100% Sangiovese on this and um, very minimal, um, you know, they fermented it and then they let it um, just age in stainless steel for two months and then quickly after that bottled it. So you're not seeing any oak on it. It's um, very just expressive of this grape. Very cool. Um, I'd say it's like a mild cheddar on the oh. nose. Like it's got like the, it's got like a little bit of funk, um, but it's not overbearing. It's like not cotilla. It's not like I wouldn't even say it's even Parmesan. But you're saying cheddar though, like white cheddar, yellow cheddar. Yeah, like like white cheddar, but Ooh. like mild. Like you get it on a burger or tuna mm-hmm. melt. Yeah. Um, the taste is super dry, mm-hmm. which is that's that's fun. It um, the lack of oak is very present. Yeah. Um, which is sort of a silly way to say that, but it, it's it's very obvious that there's no oak because I when you when something is omitted, it becomes very clear that it's missing. Yeah. Um, which is kind of fun. I, I had the recent experience in drinking some gins that had orris root very present because when I was young drinking a lot of gins, orris root was a, a botanical that was very present in a lot of the gins I was drinking. Recently, uh, with the new sort of uh, new Western style gins, a lot of a lot of that orris root has been uh, gone and I didn't really realize it until I had tasted this new gin and the orris root was there and I was like... That's exactly what it is, because you realize that's what you is sort of been missing. Yeah, that's a common theme with like blind tasting or you know tasting in general. You're kind of like in your mind thinking like this reminds me of this or this is not this or you are looking for those clues. Um, I love this because uh, it's so like you said dry. Mm-hmm. You know, very Italian wines always dry and you know it's pretty luscious as well though, it I, is. which is funny because you know when you're saying dry, obviously you're you're talking about lack of sugar. Mm-hmm. But it's very juicy. Um, it it has like crushed rose petals to me or something. Like yeah. I'm getting like some very yeah, crushed yeah, yeah, yeah. floral. That's but very still, cool. Mm-hmm. Still cranberry-y. And, you know, cherry is like very, you know, obvious when you're drinking Sangiovese. I always get like, you know, bright cherry. And... Sure. Yeah. So what do you think? Um, I give this uh, 13 stars. That is fantastic. Yeah. Um, I, I don't knew. know. I don't know out of what, but. No, I mean, it's a grading system that only you and I mm-hmm. need to clarify and classify, so... Correct. Um, uh, before we move on to our next uh, potation, <laughs> uh, um, uh, I recently experienced a little bit of uh, synesthesia, which I thought you would find really cool. Mm. And I've been waiting to tell you. Let's do it now. Do you know what synesthesia is? Mm, kind of, but can you explain okay. that? So synesthesia is when when you experience something, yeah, and your brain interprets it in in a unusual way. So uh, uh, in my case, mm-hmm. I experienced heat on my head mm-hmm. and tasted peppers. Whoa! Uh, sometimes you can um, see a color and interpret it as a sound. Sometimes you know, so your brain has a different interpretation of 
that experience. That's a trip. Yeah, so I, I was in the shower the other day, and the heat hit right behind my ears. Yeah. And I interpreted that as, like, this uh, dried red pepper. It was oh. so crazy. And it was, like, it was... It was you were like so salivating clear. In the, in the in the, yeah, it was <laughs> really neat. Anyway, pepper. I thought I thought you'd appreciate That's that. That's great. And I'm curious if uh, any of the listeners out there, um, if they want to give us some feedback, I'd be really interested to hear, uh, it, you know, how people experience that. Um, oftentimes, when I taste things, I I taste them in terms of color. Okay. Um, so you'll hear me describe things as tasting green, tasting red. Um, yeah. Oftentimes, when I taste cocktails by new bartenders, I ta- I describe them as tasting brown um, because huh. they're, they're muddy. I see. Um, so, so yeah. in when you were tasting that, did it remind you of you know I know you said crushed red pepper, but like, did it like remind you of a spirit or a wine or anything? Could you like no. place? No, it was mm. it was very much um, like t- tasting dried uh, like pepper. Just, wow. just red pepper, like, um, um, I don't know, like a Mexican red pepper, yeah, something something yeah. that was still very hot, but not fresh. It, was, it had been dried. It wasn't, uh, it didn't have any of the, the high acids. It was just heat and red. So what color am I going to taste oh. with this? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. So this, uh, this next spirit that we are, that I've brought to the table today is Highland Park 18. Um, I will go on record just the way we're all on the page, same page, and know that I'm already biased. This is one of my favorite spirits. Okay. Um, Highland Park's one of my favorite distilleries. Um, so, uh, I thought I'd share it with you. It seemed like a good way to kick out, kick off the year. It, on the bottle says Viking Pride. Viking Pride. Yeah, that's, that's new, um, uh, packaging for them. The old, uh, within the last, like, two, three years. They didn't. Uh, they didn't used to have all that Viking lore sort of tied into the packaging. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's definitely new. They, their their PR department has has leaned in hard. The reason being is uh, it's it's one of two uh, distilleries uh, in the Orkney Islands, which are the the northernmost islands off of Scotland. I want to say it it's arguably one of the uh, northernmost distilleries in the world. Wow. Uh, if not the. Um, I just, uh, don't quote me on that. I know it's one of the, I don't know if it's the, uh, but this is a uh, Highland Scotch in the Highland style, even though it's not, doesn't come from the Highlands, um, comes from super wind wisped, uh, Orkney Islands. There's, there's no real, uh, trees. Wind wisped. Say that wisped. four times fast. I already said, picked a pack of peppers when getting ready for this. So you did, yeah. I did my I did my linguistic work today. Well, luckily for you, I am not Drew, and I will not be pulling up any producer credit on this episode, and I'm going to believe everything you just said. That's so. great. I like when people just um, take my word as gospel. That's what I'm here for. It makes me feel good, good on the inside. Well, cheers to that. Cheers. Oof. All right. Oof. I like... Okay, all right. What okay. what about it do you like? Well, I don't know if it's because I've been, you know, rolling it around, but it's, you know, when you smell like, you know, a scotch or, you know, whiskey or something, you get like that hot smell. I don't get that. Okay. Like, I'm definitely smelling what I think is intended. <clears throat> it's got a, a, a great gold color on it. It's uh, amber, 
you know, not pale. It's pretty rich. <clears throat> okay. Um, and I'm going to go on the record. Hopefully I don't sound like an idiot, but it's not very scotchy. It, what, what does that mean to you? Like, you know, when you have a scotch and it just like wipes out your palate and it's like smoke and like peaty and you feel like you just like inhaled a cigar box. Sure. Typically that, that falls into the Isla region okay. and even some of the space side region. Um, at least the stylistic, you know, the typical styles, uh, mm-hmm. you have some that obviously come from those regions that are uh, atypical, um, and and some of those, you know, Brujolati has a, has an Isla malt that they that they do that's not, it's it's sans peat. Yeah. So they they they're trying to be atypical of the of of the region. Mm-hmm. Um, but usually those are the two two bigger regions, and then you're going into like Campbelltown if you go a little bit more north, and there uh, ends up uh, with like moderate peat. Yeah, you know, just a little bit as a backbone. Highland tends to not really um, use too much peat, at least smoked peat, in in the making of their of their scotches. I'm getting synesthesia right now because <laughs> as I'm drinking this, I'm seeing someone forging a sword, and there it's a little <laughs> bit of char on the sword, and they're just wild, you know wielding away with a hammer, just making the sword the most. Badass sort a of big red bearded oaf of a guy. He may be a Viking. Could be a prideful Viking. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you get you get char on it, and um, it's it's not sweet, but it's definitely um, you know it doesn't. Yeah, it's I, I, I like this. I don't know how to appropriately describe this. Okay, but uh, I feel like I feel like a couple hairs popped on my chest, and I feel like I'm ready. <laughs> Like, today was the day I was born. <laughs> like, today changed. Um, I would say uh, tasting notes that are pretty typical of Highlands are, are like honey and heather. Hmm. Uh, heather heather being a, uh, you know, a flower that, that grows in, in the Highlands. Um, and so it's, I, I've never been. Mm-hmm. It's definitely bucket list for me. So. For sure. I've never stuck my face into Heather, but I just know into the big taste bush of, of Heather. Big bush of Heather. Yeah. I mean, I did that as a teenager. That's a different story. Yeah. Let's keep it. Let's keep it clean. Chris. Mm. Don't know how. Mm. In fact, we got some uh, some feedback on the old Facebook, and someone said, "Don't, don't keep it clean." Wow. So, well, cheers to that. Here's to you. Yeah. Here's to that you, one's Facebook for you. listener. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. This is great. Is this something? You could feel like it would be benefited with a, a little water or a little ice cube. I or... I always uh, when drinking drinking whiskey or any spirit really, I always suggest just a, a drop of water or two, if not like a you know like a, a nice little spill mm-hmm. into the glass. Mm-hmm. Um, but very much like wine benefits from oxygen, um, uh, spirits benefit from a little bit of water. It just opens up those flavors. Um, so I, I, you know, I always tell people, you know, you don't have to prove anything. You don't have to like drink yeah. things neat just because yeah. you want to seem cooler. Don't punish yourself. No. Okay. Uh, it opens, opens the flavors right up, uh, adding just a little bit of water. Now adding an ice cube is different because cold dropping the temperature, um, uh, reduces the, um, evaporation rates of the different alcohols. Oh. Uh, so you're, you're, you change the experience totally. 
Um, some of your some of your higher alcohols don't come off quite as fast. So you're 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 changing the perception, which is okay. I mean, by all means, if that's how you like to do yeah, it, do it. Yeah. But just know that that's that's going to happen. Oh, that's wild. Mm-hmm. This is great. Uh, you have this in store. I do. Yeah, uh, the the eighteen is like I said. This is uh, one of my favorites. Uh, surprisingly, Highland Park doesn't. I don't know. I'm I'm starting to find isn't isn't one of those that's like called for pretty often, which yeah. has blown me away. It's just a great example of, of living within your own bubble. Mm. Uh, a lot of the people I know love Highland Park. Yeah. Um, but it's it's I think it's still one of those that has a long way to go with consumers and having that sort of brand awareness. Perfect. Well, I think I know how I'm going to spend my gift card I got this Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Russell. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. This is, I mean, this is really silky. It's very... Um, it, I just like, want to be in, of, like, a leather-bound chair right now. Yeah, like, it, it, it does have that, like, that leather, that, like, old... old scotch, scotch, scotch. <laughs> that, like, old man experience in a country club of... Yes. Sitting, sitting near a, a roaring fire. And, yeah. In a big leather armchair mm. smelling those mahogany <clears throat> books oh mahogany books i've got yeah. a thing about books it's, yeah my wife really wants me to get rid of them and it pains me to do it hell to the nah tell want... her to get rid of her clothes see yeah. what she says yeah. yeah i i often tell her to get rid of her clothes and <laughs> i tell you exactly what she says oh wow all right well <laughs> this is great i somehow managed to make it through two tastings without saying the treacherous word yeah, you did it. I feel great. That's great. Yeah. You would be a uh, smooth criminal now. Oh, shit. Had to do you it. You had to go and do that. I sure did. All right. Cheers, Chloe. Cheers. Oh, listen to that ring. Bye, guys.